Good morning, Africa. This week, we shall have a special focus on the economic performances of countries in the East African Community Bloc. In today's episode, we speak to the Minister of Finance and Economic Planning in Uganda and Rwanda's Central Bank Governor. Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial and you can find me at Ruth Dong. Last year, African economies on average experienced their worst recession in more than half a century as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. On average, for the economies on the continent, real GDP on the continent contracted by 2.1%. East Africa has in the past decade been the flag bearer of economic growth on the continent, with the two economies of Rwanda and Uganda averaging more than 7% growth over the period of time. Ethiopia has grown by almost double-digit figures, while Kenya has often grown at an average of 5%. Uganda's Minister of Finance, Matia Kasaija, highlights the economic performance in 2020 and expectations for 2021. The Ugandan economy before the COVID-19 outbreak had gathered a momentum. Unfortunately, the COVID pandemic triggered an economic slowdown, and Uganda recorded a real GDP growth of only 3% in financial year 1920. This was the slowest rate in almost three decades. Businesses have been severely affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. The hardest hit sectors were education, construction, tourism, and hospitality, including transport, food services, arts, and entertainment and recreation. According to the Economic Policy Research Center, business activity was reduced by more than 50% points and over 70% of the businesses reduced the size of the workforce due to risk presented by COVID-19. The pandemic has reduced aggregate demand with a decline in domestic consumption, slowed private and public investment, lowered our exports in regional and national markets. Foreign direct investment inflows also declined as a result of disruption in global financial markets. The ensuing lockdown to mitigate the pandemic also caused the reduction in trade, constrained the movement of people, further dampening businesses' economic prospects. The economy had shown signs of rebounding after the easing of the first lockdown, and the growth is estimated at 3.3% for financial 2021. With with increased fiscal pressures, public debt-to-DGP ratio has risen above the 50% threshold, arising from increased spending on health, stimulus packages, and social protection for the vulnerable. However, projections indicate that debt position will improve and be maintained within the 50% threshold. Private sector credit growth declined from 20.2% in financial year 2021, 7.2% in the first quarter of the current financial year. The private sector credit is likely to remain subdued in the short term due to weak economic growth and increased risk aversion. The economic policy framework in the short to medium term aims to restore economic activity to pre-pandemic levels and accelerate the pace of social economic transformation. Boosting aggregate demand 
underpins Uganda's economic recovery and will be achieved by restoring domestic consumption, private and public investment, and export promotion. This will be complemented by targeting the vaccination of the population and strengthening our health system to mitigate COVID-19 pandemic and other ailments. In the medium term, the diversification of the economy, including Uganda's exports, is key to returning to the planned economic growth trajectory. As a result of this economic policy that starts, economic growth is expected to rebound to 4.2% in financial year 2022, 6% in financial year 2023, and to at least 7% in the medium term. Our economic policy going forward seeks to achieve the following three broad objectives. One, to mitigate the COVID-19 impact on business activity and livelihoods to support the recovery of the economy back to normality by increasing access to capital, revamping health infrastructure and health system, reducing vulnerabilities and ensuring access to education by automatic promotion for all classes. Two, to speed up social economic transformation through reprioritizing and delivering impactful investments and restructuring resources, budget to areas with more value for money. That was Uganda's Minister for Finance, Matia Kasaija. In Rwanda, the government expects a 5.1% economic growth rebound in 2021. Here is the country's central bank governor, John Rangoba. I think next year is projected around 6%. I don't have the exact decimal points above 6%. And yes, we expect manufacturing and industry in general to continue as a big driver. We expect the service sector to be picking up by then. So really coming up from the negatives. And as you know, it's the biggest sector of our economy. So we expect that to start playing its own part next year. So those are the projections, except, uh, of course, there's a lot of uncertainties with the, with this COVID pandemic, but that's not only here in Rwanda, but globally. So it's, uh, we are looking at and expecting that uh, the rollout of vaccines will continue within our country. I think we've, have, uh, we've had good plans from government, from the Ministry of Health on the plans to roll out vaccines. But we hope that will happen globally, and that's when we can really uh, be sure that the economy will start picking up uh, in line with the other economies as well. That was Rwanda's Central Bank Governor, John Rangoba. In tomorrow's episode, we look at the projections for both Kenya and Ethiopia. In other stories making headlines, Ethiopia's Grand Renaissance Dam is set to start producing electricity next month. The $5 billion project is aimed at providing power to tens of millions of Ethiopians, which could transform people's lives and the economy. The project has caused tension between Ethiopia and its neighbors, Egypt and Sudan, worried about the droughts and water security. Zimbabwe Electricity Transmission and Distribution Company says it has begun daily 12-hour power cuts due to limited generation at its thermal plant and repairs on the dam at Kariba Hydro Power Station. The Southern African country has an installed capacity of 2,100 megawatts, but generates an average of 1,200 to 1,300 megawatts, with the shortfalls being met through imports. 
A look at the Nairobi Securities Exchange logistics company Express Kenya Limited starts the week at 10 points in the green, trading at 4.4 Kenya shillings a share. Liberty Insurance shares dropped by almost 5 points to start the week trading at 7.98 Kenya shillings a share. On Mauritius Swan Securities, the banking counter, SBMH Group shares gained 4.5%. Similarly, MCBG Limited gained 0.3% at the close of trading on Friday. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have any suggestions, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at With a Dong on Twitter.